making fear your friend. Fear gets a bad name, but all fear is really interested in is keeping you safe. For example, fear says, don't be an idiot and jump off a cliff into the sea when you don't know how deep it is. Now that's a wise fear. (laughs) Some things you should let someone else do first. But what our fears fear most of all is death. In our earliest years, that meant a fear of physical death. Now the fear is that our persona might die if we feel shame or embarrassment. So our fears do what is intelligent when you see the world from this perspective. They limit how much we express ourselves in the world in case we get hurt. They stop us from asking that person out or chasing that dream or leaving school early against your parents' wishes because you can't wait any longer to do what you really deeply want to do with your life. These fears, while they have good intentions to protect us from getting hurt, end up making our world smaller and suffocating our possibility. So how do you saddle up and ride your fears? How do you become more in charge of them? I'm going to give you three steps. Here's the first. Step one, that's understanding that while your fears may seem like the enemy, they are actually just stuck in a time warp, thinking you are a vulnerable child who can't take care of yourself. Now, you still may not be able to cook a three-course meal, and, and maybe you are, but you are wise, and you have seen a lot, and you can take care of yourself and that little child inside you too. So practice this. Practice this mantra to go beyond your fears. Dear fear, thank you for looking out for me and protecting me up to now. You've done a bloody good job. But now I am, fill in your age, years old and have learned a lot about life. I am wiser now and know how to make sure I survive. So I'm going to take over the role of protecting that vulnerable part of me. And you're going to take us some well-deserved time off, okay? Now, once you have an understanding that your fears are there to protect you and you've, you've kind of told them you're going to take over now, the next step is actually you need to listen to your fears. Well, I know that's what mostly people don't say to you. They say, just don't listen to them. But I've found over the years and from doing this with many, many people that it actually makes it easier when you ask them, why are you afraid of asking that guy out or of speaking up more, of not speaking up so much, or why are you afraid of going traveling or of telling mom and dad you want to join the circus? Just list the things your, your fear says it's afraid of. Now, this works for things you might be worried about as well. If you're someone who worries a lot, list them, get it all out. That is the thing. Get it all out in front of you, write it out on, on your phone or on a page or draw it out if you like to draw. What you're looking for here is fear vomit. You want as many of your fears out in the open because just allowing the fears to be heard is a powerful step in gaining more freedom from them. So once you have all the fears out in the open where you can see them, try this role play with the sentry that guards the most vulnerable part of you. I've used asking someone out as the example. Right, here we go. You, what's the worst thing that could happen if I asked that guy out? This is the voice of the sentry standing guard over the most vulnerable part of you. Well, he could say no. And what would be the worst thing about that? Well, he would say no, and the rejection would just feel awful. And what would be the worst thing if that happened? What? 
the rejection would feel terrible and that would make us feel, well, not good enough. He might tell his mates and, and then everyone would know. And what would be the worst thing about that? Everyone would laugh at us and they might point at us in, the pu- in public and say, hey, there's that saddle who got turned down. And what would be the worst thing about that? Are you serious? That's a stupid question. It would feel bad. We'd feel hurt. We'd end up single forever and never have someone to go and get ice cream with. And we'd die a dark, lonely death on the street being eaten by some type of animal I've never even heard of. And no one would come to our funeral. And we'd never be remembered. And we wouldn't even get into heaven. Now you've worked out the origin of the fear. All fears are like this. When you don't shy away from what your fear feels, it will tell you why it exists. And as you have seen in this conversation with the sentry in charge of all your fears, their fears will lessen because they are being listened to. This exercise also shows you that not asking guy out because you're afraid of dying alone is just crazy. But fear's job is not to be rational and make sense. Its job is to defend that vulnerable child at all costs and make sure they don't get hurt strangely and this is a real mind blower when we live from our fears i don't want to end up alone so i won't ask that guy out in case he says no we actually end up with the very outcome we feared but now you have a choice and life is much better when we have choices think of an ice cream parlor with only one flavor of ice cream or a clothes shop with Only one type of t-shirt in one color. It's pretty boring, right? Now you can soothe your fear's worries by telling it you have a choice in what happens after you ask that guy out. And then you take on the responsibility for taking care of yourself because you know that you can handle whatever comes your way. You are wise and able to cope with a guy saying no to you because that just means you're ready for the hundreds of others who are waiting. So... How to parent your fears. Here's a recap. First, understand that the role of your fear is to protect you. Second, hear your fear. Hear what it is actually afraid of. Listen as it tells you. Sometimes we've got to name it to tame it. Lastly, take the thing it is afraid of and keep asking, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? Let it tell you what it is afraid of at every level of that question. Then ask, if my fear happened, could I live with the feelings that come with it? Now you have a choice to be in charge of your fears rather than the other way around. Now you are in a position to reassure the fear that you are able to handle the consequences of that worst, 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 worst case scenario. You have a choice about how you react and that puts you back in control. Now, I have been doing this for years, and it is amazing how brave this process makes you feel. Your fears will no longer pull at your leg, trying to sabotage what could be the life of your dreams.